The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Isn't that fabulous? Yes, it is. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. Hey, hey, hey. And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show once we stop texting. And these great features. <laughs> Again, I, just, I said it last show. I'm looking for a new producer. Anybody? Any takers? <laughs> I got you. So go ahead and finish that text. I just thought that was funny. I'm just picking on you. We've got so much in store for today's show. I hope Michael can squeeze us into his busy schedule, his little social calendar. Uh, today's key, no seasonal exceptions. Last week we broke our budget. What's the worst thing that can happen once you get on track with a healthy savings and spending plan? Seasonal exceptions. That's what's going to happen. But we're going to teach you how to avoid those. Uh, moolah word of the day. Uh... Compulsive shopping, anybody? Let's talk about some disorders and spending. Minutes on your money kind of go hand in hand. Let's talk about shopaholic syndrome. And do you have it? Do you have it, Michael? Are you sure? Maybe? You are the plug-in whore. (laughs) But we can justify that because that's business, right? Correct. Okay. It's a write-off. Yeah, that's, keep telling that to yourself. Yeah. And I, have, I haven't bought a plug-in in years. Well, not Liar, you bought some last year, I remember. A couple months, maybe. <laughs> you can't get past me. You can try, but you can't get past me. I remember how excited you were when you started showing them to me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Tell that tale to another listener. The denoiser. The denoiser, yeah. <laughs> Our leaf blower. <laughs> We got our leaf floor. Uh, we have uh, our trivia question always based on a previous show. That would be Break the Budget. And Robin Adams, our simplicity blogger, is going to tell us how to cut back and live the simple life. Can you do that? Oh, I, I'm the guy. <laughs> no, you're not. Not with all your plugins. <laughs> it's simple, it's I have a simple life. Do you remember the jerk? You remember? Yeah. No. The jerk? Yeah. All I need is this. Lamp and, and this ashtray, and I'll be fine. The optograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and my dog and, and my ashtray. Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Martin was one of the funniest guys of all time. I know. We gotta, maybe we can find that clip and whip it in. Yeah. You know. 
so, um, yeah, so we're going to learn how to live with less today. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. And we will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time, and reducing stress. Oh my God, like a great massage. Using our proven techniques to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness. Yeah, them angels got to lift a little higher. I'm not floating. I'm not floating like I should. Or perhaps I should hit the treadmill. Maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I can help those angels out, hook, hook a sister up. Uh, Insiders Club members automatically are entered in weekly giveaways, but if you were not a member and would still like to compete for great money management tools, just answer today's trivia question correctly. And so our trivia question is from last week's show, Break the Budget. And we talked about discipline and budgeting and that whole gig and why budgeting doesn't work. And we said that discipline is a conscious activity, but this is what sabotages us. So what is this? So this week's trivia question is, what is the saboteur to discipline as a conscious activity? And this is the reason why we don't stick to our budget. So what's the point in making them? We're going to break them here. So we're done with them. We did that last week. And today we are going to talk about how we can use the rules of etiquette and good breeding to overcome spending issues. Isn't that going to be fabulous? So um, perhaps I can, since you're like one of those East Coaster snobby little upper, what is it, Connecticut, 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 Connecticut. Maybe we can have you help, you know, give us what are some of the fancy places in Connecticut that everybody knows and goes? Hmm, well, you mean Clearly I haven't been invited there, so <laughs> uh, But I'm sure they have like a fancy place. Like you know, Scottsdale's a like fancy place or Paradise Valley's fancy here in Arizona. Yeah. So I, I don't Greenwich, know. Greenwich. Greenwich? Okay, yeah. So all right. So um, maybe maybe you can, you know, pull some influence from Greenwich and help us out with today's key. Uh, so you can win one of three ways with our uh, our trivia question. You can call in at 866-966-9420, 1-866-966-9420. Or you can chat in to win if you're listening live from the website. Hi, I'm here. Come visit. Or you can email us if you are listening from a podcast, iTunes, or it's not live. You can still win. All you have to do is send us an email to trivia at uywradio.com. And if you have no idea what the answer is, everyone can still walk away a winner. For listeners at the Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. All you have to do is go to the website to start right now. So let's talk shopaholic, shall we? Are you a shopaholic? And you're saying that you're not, but I'm saying that you, you could be because you could have like a binge on a plug-in or something be like, oh, it's going to be the answer to all my prayers. And like you'll use it once. How many plugins have you bought that you've used once? Well, I mean, you know, I yes, I, I have probably 15 to 20 compressors. <laughs> in my, and, I, and I use one or two. There you go. So, yeah, in that, in that ballpark in the, in the plug-in area, I can be... I can be pretty bad, but lately I've been good, though, about it. I've been buying what I need, not what I want. Right. 
And it's okay if you have the disposable income to buy what you want, because that's right. why it's disposable income. Correct. As long as you've met your three questions and five areas of concern, I'm all for getting whatever you want, whatever yeah. floats your boat. Yeah. If, you know, parachuting is your thing, like, uh, uh, from the from the first week this season, he, uh, the um, our guest said that they had he had a, an employee that liked those um, adrenaline sports and the parachuting and all that stuff. And as long as everything else is in line, yeah. knock yourself out. More power to you. Whatever it is. I mean, I'm a speed junkie. I get it. Yeah. So, uh, but the label shopaholic is tossed around a lot. But for 6% of Americans who have causal retail therapy, which has morphed into a compulsive destructive habit, perhaps your life is not so keen. It's hard to not want to shop when we see all this stuff on TV, phones, or billboards advertising a deal, a sale, or a best purchase, ultimately leading us into the temptation and not delivering us from evil of the compulsive purchase. Omniomania is the medical term for compulsive spending. Did you know that? No. Omniomania. Uh, it literally means for sale insanity. Wow. <laughs> it is perhaps the most socially reinforced of the behavioral addictions as well, according to a psychologist in the field of addictions and concurrent disorders. God, that would suck. Concurrent disorders? Like, no, I don't have one. I have several. Thanks. <laughs> there, are, there is some controversy about a, a controversy. I like that. Controversy. Controversy. <laughs> I go to the University of Controversy. <laughs> uh, this malady in psychiatric circles, see it, some see it less as an addiction as present in drug and alcohol abuse and rather a behavioral condition like obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, but regardless, health experts have long recognized the disease. Um, what's interesting about, and, and here's why, and, and in my highly scientific yet non-medical background, uh, here's what I have determined with brain research, that it becomes like an addiction because what we're getting hooked on is the adrenaline rush of anticipation. See, it's not the drug and the high that gets you hooked. It's the anticipation of whatever it is, the escape or the fuel or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that you think it's going to do for you. Because, you know, it's never as good as the first time. Right. You know, and so what keeps us engaged? We get hooked on the anticipation, not the actual red dress. It's the whole, oh, my God, it's on sale and I can afford it now. Mm -hmm. Or so I think. Or at least I've told myself that. Right. And then when I get that red dress, I got to have that black and, you know, rhinestone necklace. And, and then I got to get the bracelet that goes with that. And then there's a cool ring. It's really flashy and big and gaudy. And that, like, suits my personality. You got the belt. You got the belt? No. No. Shh. You reminded me. Now I need the belt. You got to have the belt. See? So it becomes like this whole thing. See, and now I'm getting all excited. And so what do we know? Brain-based financial literacy. We get hooked into the adrenaline dump. That's what we're getting hooked on. And so, so it's kind of both. It's both behavioral conditioning and it's an addiction because we get hooked on the high, but if we do it often enough, it becomes pattern behavior. So now you've got a double whammy. There's your concurrent disorder. See, in all my wisdom and non-medical background, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I came up with that. 
<laughs> so, yeah, so here are some questions to ask yourself or a potential loved one to determine if you are a real shopaholic. Now, this checklist is from Debtors Anonymous, if you want to Google it and get a hold of it or find the link on our website. Now, these may sign- 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 signal, signify, sig- signify. You're having a good day today. I, I have a good day every day. <laughs> Just some are gooder than others, you know? What does uh, my dear friend and hunting buddy Hank Jones say? I've been up and I've been down and up is better. <laughs> <laughs> so some days I'm just more up than others, but I do my best not to be down. So, uh, yeah, so as I'm collecting my, can you tell I missed Toastmasters this month? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get my awe counter dinging me. Okay, so the questions are, uh, do you incur unsecured debt? Incur. (laughs) Incur. Thank God. You know what? I, we needed a grammarian. I needed Toastmasters grammarian on the show to sit there and ding me every time I do an and um, pregnant pause yeah. and, and, and hook up the I grammar. Could, I could be that guy. Okay, I'm going to bring a bell. I'm going to bring a bell for next week's show, and then you can ding me because uh, I'm not dingy enough. <laughs> there was an open door. You didn't even walk through it. Okay. Do you incur unsecured debt to make a purchase? Do you go to stores without knowing what funds are available to pay for a purchase? Do you make major purchases without researching comparative features and prices? Uh, My husband. Uh, Do you make major purchases without considering the long-term and financial impact? Do you shop as one of your recreational activities? See, that one I never got. Dude, let's go to the mall. I'm like, why? Yeah, I can't stand the mall. Why? What am I going to do there? Well, you know what? I mean, until I started really making money, I was like, I can't go to the mall. I don't have any money to spend. Let's just look. I'm like, why? My dad would do that. That was like his thing. Well, let's just look. And I'm like, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you go hike a mountain or something, dad, or like five? You got to try on clothes. You got to do all this stuff. Yeah. So um, pretty interesting. Uh, so do you own multiple numbers of the same thing, like my mom? Just plug it. Do you have a f- closet full of unworn clothing, shelves of unread books, and a storage face- space filled with unused tools, unused hobby equipment, or other unused items, my mom? She has, like, so many unused clothes that, like, there are still price tags on them. It's so bad. I'm serious. Yeah. It just sounded like one of those Vegas jokes. She like has, a rim shop? Yeah. She has, yeah, but you know, I didn't set it up right. She has so many clothes. How, how many? She has so many clothes that she's never worn that the price tags are still on. Yeah, that still didn't work for me. We have to work on that. <clears throat> I need to go to co- comedian school. If there is one. Uh, so there's like a litany of these others. Do you shop to cheer yourself up or to calm yourself down? These are all, you know, the same questions when you, you know, when you check in for rehab. It's oh, really? Alcohol, yeah. Do you lack money to pay for basics after purchasing less essential items? What do you mean less essential? Nothing's essential. 
It'd be great if I had like a glass of water to drink and a bottle is 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 non-essential. Right. Not just less essential, it's non-essential. So if you've ever lost a relationship, stolen items, neglected basic responsibilities or things like that due to shopping, perhaps you might be a compulsive spender if you've answered yes to three or more of those signs. So visit our website or go to Debtors Anonymous to find out if you have a problem because there are ways to make that all better. And we want you to be the best that you can be here at the Unlock Your Wealth radio program. Stay tuned because we have this week's keynote seasonal exceptions. Today's guest, Robin Adams, Simplicity Blogger, and our Moolah Word of the Day. You're listening to Unlock Your Wealth radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback, and we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she. Your maven of moolah with Heather Wagonhalls with your moolah word of the day. And it's actually a moolah phrase dovetailing on our compulsive shopping minutes on your money. Compulsive buying disorder is our moolah phrase of the day. And it's like not moolah phrase. It's negative moolah phrase of the day. (laughs) It's less than moolah. It's loss of moolah. It's owing moolah phrase of the day. Compulsive buying disorder is characterized by an obsession with shopping and buying behavior that causes adverse consequences. According to Kellett and Bolton, compulsive buying is experienced as an irresistible, uncontrollable urge resulting in excessive, expensive, and time-consuming retail activity that is typically prompted by a negative affectivity and results in gross social, personal, and or financial difficulties. So that's a lot. Compulsive buying disorder. Now, we're joking around about it, but this is something that is serious. 
And if you have been a listener of Unlock Your Wealth Radio for any period of time, or if you're new to the Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation, this is a quintessential to what we talk about with brain-based financial literacy because this is something you can overcome. And it's about behavior modification at its finest, if you think about it, because we are trying to seek pleasure and avoid pain and compulsive shopping fits that bill. If we're trying to avoid an uncomfortable situation or if we're trying to make ourselves feel better about something we don't feel good about and instead of looking inside and dealing with it internally and creating the right tools to be successful or or to cheer us up or take us out of our bad mood or make us feel whole, healed, and complete, then we do things like compulsive shopping. And we fall into this trap, if we're not careful, as our Band-Aid to an ongoing challenge, which is that we don't feel whole, healed, and complete inside, so we reach outside to fix it. And then it gets hung up with the biological. So you've got emotional, you've got biological playing against you, and then you get pattern behavior as a result. And some people pattern differently. Some people, it only takes one time. You know, like the dog, it only takes him one time to learn how to do something and he can repeat it. Unless he decides, I don't want to do it. No, I'm not going to come to you this time. <laughs> but he did learn how to do it. He did train the behavior. When we went through our, our, our scent training, he picked up on everything right away, first shot. But if he didn't want to do it, then, then he created his own hang-up for it and created an alternative behavior to avoid pain. You know, not that he was being beaten, avoid pain, but... Uh, for one of the one of the moves that he has to do when he alerts is to do a bow, and we try to condition in when he stretches and sticks his butt in the air, but he but it wouldn't work. He, he just didn't want to learn it. He didn't want to take into it. But or all the other stuff, it's automatic. You know, if I might just be reaching up to run my fingers through my hair, but if if I come anywhere like near my face, if I want to brush like an eyelash off my cheek, he's already sitting down. Like pointing at the nose means look at me and yeah. they're supposed to sit down and look up at you. So it's all about conditioning or reconditioning behavior so you can be successful. So compulsive buying disorder, if you have it, seek help. And you can have resources to get you through that if you visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. Now, we have a really great guest on today's show. Simplicity blogger Robin Adams is joining us. She has a bachelor's in journalism and a master's in Christian social work. She's been blogging since 2006, and her life took a drastic turn a couple years ago when her mother-in-law was diagnosed with ALS. Isn't that the Lou Gehrig thing? ALS. Uh, She dropped everything in her life and cared for her mother-in-law until her death in June of 2012. Uh, six months after that devastating loss, then she got hit with another tragedy. Her family's basement flooded. She became ill. She had black mold as a result of the flood. And all these crazy things happened to her. And in an effort to live a simpler life and to give back, her family came up with some interesting solutions. She started the website Living the Simple Life Now, and she joins us here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio to help you live your life more simply. Robin, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Thanks so much for being a part of the show today. Thanks, Heather. I'm glad to be here. Now, 
for somebody who blogs and lives the simple life, life wasn't so simple for you. And I think that's maybe what led you to simplicity. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had led a pretty simple life before I got married, but um, kind of got married and had kids and accumulated a lot of stuff and just hadn't kind of kept up with the influx of stuff that was coming in and found myself just buried in stuff um, a little over a year ago. And I had wanted to simplify, but I didn't really know where to start. So, and then our basement flooded and um, ruined a whole bunch of stuff. And that kind of led to the whole process that got us on the simplification journey. So, but that wasn't it though. Then you also had family issues and family challenges too, didn't you? Yes. Um, before, about six months before um, our basement flooded, um, my mother-in-law, well, it's about nine months before the basement flooded, my mother-in-law moved in with us. She had ALS, um, Lou Gehrig's disease, and that had caused me to be even more just drowning in clutter, and I didn't have any time to go through anything, and I would just literally box up stuff and take it to the basement. I didn't have time to go through it. And um, so I took care of her for about three or four months, and then um, she passed away. And um, we obviously were, you know, very upset, and um, which just led to, you know, more stuff accumulating and more stuff accumulating because my husband had cleaned out um, his mom's house because his dad had passed away in 2001. So not only do we have a lot of stuff in our basement, we acquired a lot more stuff <laughs> from my mother-in-law's house. So I just found myself kind of drowning in boxes and stuff that I didn't know what to do with. And so emotional a lot stuff, of it too. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I kind of was immobilized after the grief. Um, I'm a bit of a crier, so I just kind of found myself immobilized. Um, it was it'll be two years this summer. She passed away on June 18th. And in Michigan, where I live, um, school doesn't get out until mid-June. So the summer had just started for my kids. It was When she passed away, it was literally the Monday, the first day of summer break. So we had just started summer break. So my kids were home, and um, I'd had some health problems. About 90s after she died, I was in the hospital with a kidney stone. So there was just a number of things that led up to I just couldn't keep up with everything around the house and it just led to lots of stuff accumulating. So, and then our basement flooded at the end of January of last year and um, everything that the water touched, it was toxic water. And so that led to us getting rid of a lot of stuff. And then the stuff that remained um, had some mold grow on it and I am severely allergic to mold. Mm, and no. I, we basically couldn't keep anything that was porous that couldn't be washed, um, you know, unless it could be washed in the dishwasher or washing machine or by hand, we couldn't keep it because I was violently allergic to it. So we ended up getting rid of about half of our stuff. Um, and no one else, if you're not violently allergic to mold, it wasn't harmful. Like it didn't make anybody else in the family sick. So we were able to give the stuff away um, and give it to people that could use it. Um, I just happened to have a very, very strong mold allergy. So I was the only one that made sick, but it wasn't something that, you know, other people couldn't use. So we were able to help our community um, and give half of the stuff to a homeless shelter and half of the stuff to a refugee shelter. 
So it, it didn't all go in the trash. We did have someone come in and they got at the basement because there was black mold found down there. And so they ripped out the flooring and the, and the walls and everything. But, um, the actual items that were still useful, we were able to give most of them away that, that weren't touched by the water. Yeah, for for a native Arizona, we don't even know what basements are. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a funny thing to hear about my stuff in my basement. We're like, what? What stuff in the basement? <laughs> so yeah, so that was how, how traumatic. So was that kind of your like epiphany moment, if you will, that kind of said, all right, so this can't obviously go on that i mean because your stuff you know had there not been an accumulation of stuff the mold may not have been as prevalent and you may not have gotten sick so was that kind of the turning point for you yeah yeah um i mean i had always before i married i had i prided myself i was able to pack up all of my belongings and travel overseas the summer before i got married and i didn't because i didn't know much stuff but yeah we'd been married by this time we'd been married about uh 11 and a half years so we had accumulated a lot of stuff, and I was sentimental, and, and still am to an extent, but um, I had kept all of my kids' baby stuff, and they're nine and seven. They were eight and six when that happened, so <laughs> I still had, you know, swings and, you know, that was still sitting down there that it got rained. It was an easier way to get rid of it, but yeah, that was kind of a turning point. I think losing my mother-in-law, and she had her house she was a very, very neat person, but she, her house was packed and we had to clean it out. And that was kind of the first turning point for me. I thought, I don't want to have so much stuff in my house. And then when all, a bunch of the stuff got ruined in the flood, then, um, you know, that was kind of another turning point for me where I was like, okay, this is our opportunity to get rid of all of this stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning about how much stuff trying to move two houses into one. <laughs> so I'm figuring out the whole stuff thing myself. What I like to do is continue this conversation. And after we return from the break, I'd like for you to share with us how this was the catalyst for your website, Living the Simple Life Now. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Robin Adams. We'll be right back with more coming up after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhall. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. 
and we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhoff, and I am joined by my special guest today, Robin Adams, who is teaching us how to live the simple life now. And Robin, before the break, you shared your wonderful story uh, of how you took this emotional roller coaster ride to identifying that you needed to simplify your life. And that kind of spurred you to create this, your website, Living the Simple Life Now. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I wanted to help other people um, simplify their lives and kind of learn from our mistakes. Um, and it, it's, it takes time and patience to simplify things in your life, but it can be done. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I share on my website. It's just different methods and tactics because there's every aspect almost of your life can be simplified in some respect. So if, that's kind of what we did. If we don't think about um, simplifying our life, um, what what are we losing by continuing this, you know, mental, emotional, and physical state of accumulation? I mean, other than the fact that if we keep spending and buying material possessions that we may may or may not even be able to house, like like hoarding, um, it's financially devastating to us. But what are what are some of the benefits that we can receive if we do choose to simplify our lives? Yeah, they've done studies about the impact of clutter on you psychologically, and I've written about this on my website. Um, just having clutter all over your house and feeling like your house is never clean. And I would even say if you just have this sort of – if you have a lot of knickknacks too, your mind just doesn't ever completely – Rest. It's just always kind of looking at something. Whereas if you have nice, clean surfaces and not a lot of stuff, um, it just is more restful for your mind. And, um, you know, they've done studies where kids are more relaxed and, you know, the same would be true for adults. Um, so it does have an impact on you psychologically, um, just seeing so much stuff. And if you can walk into a closet, would you rather walk into a closet that just has a few things or one that's bursting at the seams? You know, you're going to somewhere welcomed if you walk into a closet that just has a few things in it and you don't feel overwhelmed when you open it. Right. So um, there are psychological um, implications. And I also talk about uh, simplifying the relationships in your life. Um, sometimes we have relationships in our lives that um, just kind of suck the emotional energy out of us. And I use the term emotional vampires for those kind of people. And Yay. we all can have those kind of people. And Yeah, and sometimes um, they can be family members, so it's like you have to cut that person out of your life. But you can draw firm boundaries so that um, in those relationships that just kind of drain your emotional energy so that you're not constantly consumed by a, a toxic relationship. So I've kind of taken this more than just physical possessions and kind of tried to streamline it emotionally too. I just, like I said, I think it can be applied to so many different areas of your life. I think you're right on target. And we totally don't connect because we have this, you know, logic third brain. We can justify so many different things, you know, with logic that says, oh, you know, that's just my, 
my physical life or, or like my material possessions. And then I have my spiritual life over here and I have my family life over here, my work life over here. And people think that we can operate in a compartmentalized fashion. And I like how you're drawing that connection that it, it's still all connected and that physical clutter is going to weigh on you emotionally. And then, you know, who knows what those emotions are going to drive you to do or trigger other kind of behaviors that might still be self-sabotaging. Yeah, yeah, and I think that when you simplify your physical possessions, your emotion—it does affect your emotions, and you might even find that your relationships are more healthy naturally if you're not stressed out all the time about all the physical clutter in your house. So some of that may take care of itself naturally if you get rid of the clutter. But um, I do think there's also an element, you know, where we need to draw some boundaries in relationships where that, you know, just aren't benefiting us, you know, and are just, you know, sucking us dry. But um, I definitely think that if people simplify the physical possessions that they have, that they'll be amazed at the emotional benefits immediately. Okay. So I'm an Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation listener, and I've got too much stuff in my life. And I've got so much stuff that as I'm listening to you, what you're saying makes sense, and I would love to have some peace and calm visually as well as emotionally in my life, but I've just been at it for so long, and I have so much crap that I have no idea where to start, and I'm so intimidated. What's the first step that someone can take to get uh, rid of some of the clutter? You know, there's two different ways you can go about it. I recommend... Uh, I mean, we went about it a drastic way because we had to for health reasons, and that was just getting rid of a whole lot of stuff fast. Um, I don't think most people, particularly if you're emotionally attached to your stuff, that you can necessarily get rid of it really quickly because there's a lot of sentimental stuff. But I recommend going into one room that's driving you the most crazy, you know, if it's your bedroom and you have stuff stacked everywhere in your bedroom, just take three boxes in there and label one trash, one donate, and one just to pack away. And, you know, just start putting stuff in those boxes. And you'll find sometimes that when you pack some of the stuff away, six months or a year goes by and you haven't even missed that stuff, that's kind of a clue that you need to um, get rid of it. But if you just go room by room, I kind of have a rule that if I'm not going to use it for six months, I don't keep it. Um, the one exception is summer clothes. In Michigan, we only use summer clothes for three months. <laughs> but um, So I don't get rid of all my summer clothes every year. But typically, if I'm not going to use it in six months, I get rid of it. Um, because you can easily replace things. That I don't typically go to a department store. I, if I need something, I'll go to a thrift store. Or you can even do eBay for a lot of stuff. Right. Um, if you end up needing it again. But I have found out of getting rid of so much stuff, and I mean, I got rid of hundreds and hundreds of things. There's only one or two things that I'm like, ugh, kind of wish I hadn't got rid of that. But overall, the experience of getting rid of so much stuff was worth it, even though I have a couple of regrets out of several hundred things, having one or two things, you're like, ugh, I wish I hadn't got rid of that. I think that's a pretty good trade-off. Yeah, I think that you, you're definitely on the plus side. So, so I... I I can't even do a room, so maybe I'll just 
pick an area of a room to get started with. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever doesn't make it feel overwhelming to you. If it feels overwhelming, you're not going to want to do it. Right. So maybe you just pick a, a quarter of the room if, if one room is really full. Because I've, I've seen people on TV. I've seen the show Hoarders. I know. I mean, our house isn't that bad, but I know that some people just have a lot of clutter. And you may pick a quarter of a room, a sixth of the room, whatever it is, and set a target date. You know, I want to get this done in a week or whatever it is. If you give yourself some concrete goals, you tend to work better towards those. But yeah, you just have to set something that's achievable for you and the amount of stuff that you have. You just don't want to go in there and have it be overwhelming. I wish you could see me right now because my producer just tapped me on the shoulder and Michael's showing me his drawers of stuff that need to be organized. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's been a year since we've done it. And it's been a year since we got rid of everything, and we're finding that a year into it, we need to go through the process a little bit again. We started, we have two kids, so, you know, we've accumulated stuff in the course of a year, and I'm finding myself, once again, this year, saying, you know, I need to go through and simplify this area, because if my house gets real messy, then I have too much stuff. (laughs) So... I think it's it's a constant process. Yeah, I wish you know my mother is a hoarder, and I'm so embarrassed. I could probably get a TV show on my mother. <laughs> I could probably be, you know, one of those people. And you know, I swear, like she didn't talk to my brother for six months. She went into the hospital for back surgery, and my brother and my nephew, who was only like three years old or something at the time. They tried to stay in her place, and it was so bad that he got um, he had asthma, and he wound up having this asthma attack and had to go to the hospital and stuff. So my brother cleaned her place and organized everything, and, I mean, top to bottom. <laughs> I mean, he, he had to change the bag on the vacuum cleaner so many times it finally broke. It died. And when she got out of the hospital and she went into her thing, you would think she would have been so grateful. But she was so angry. She didn't talk to my brother for six months. She was so mad. Well, we have we have emotional attachment to our stuff. That's why we end up keeping it. Yeah. And it's that's why so that I recommend people to go about it gradually because if you're emotionally attached to your stuff, and you have to remember that we tend to hold on to things because we think that the memories, for example, my mother-in-law died, and, um, you know, we did keep a number of her things, but other family members kept a lot more stuff. I find it... I can see her memories much more in just a few things than if I have a whole room full of her stuff, then it becomes a burden. I have to remember that those memories are in my head, not in physical possessions. But I think that's why that happens. So so that's probably something good for, for folks that, you know, if they're struggling with letting go of something because they're letting go of some sort of memory, they... They, they're really not. They're letting go of the item, but the memory they can treasure forever. They can always take a picture of it, make a scrapbook or a photo yeah, album. Yeah, or scan it. Yeah, we, we were in the process of scanning. My mother-in-law was a wonderful picture taker, and I I have so many. My mother did not take pictures, but <laughs> my mother-in-law took pictures, and I can see just as my husband grew up just every single year. So I'm in the process of scanning those so that um, – you know, if something happened and we had a fire, yeah. you know, I got, I'm going to have those backed up online. So, you know, and that's another thing to think of. A fire could damage all of your physical possessions. Well, you had a flood that damaged stuff too. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's are, there are other ways to preserve the memories than having to have the physical stuff. Well, it's been so great having you on the show today, Robin. And I'm, I just I, I wish Thank we you. had more time to chat. If folks want to learn how to live the simple life now, where can they find you on the web? Yes, um, my website is livingthesimplelifenow.com, and I actually have a free ebook out there that has 101 different ways to simplify your life. So there's something in there for everybody. Just go to the website, and you can download it from there for free. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And for those of you in Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation and you are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here. All you have to do is visit Robin's show page and click on the linky link for your free ebook and great tips and tools. We will be right back, so stay tuned for the keys to riches on Unlock Your Wealth Radio coming up right after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonall here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the Midday News Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback, and we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhall, here with this week's key. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We hope you're gaining value out of today's episode. And the Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that not only teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money, it also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that, but that's where my angels should be. They got tired of picking up my fat fanny, and that's what it is. <laughs> I should have, because that's like the moment of glory. Yeah. And my angels, they're like too tired. Union says they can't lift me again. <laughs> <laughs> we already lifted you up once this show. Union says I don't have to do it again till next week. <laughs> so uh, last week we did break the budget for our key. So we learned that budgets are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mackey says budgets are bad. Kind of like diets. 
Kind of like diet, exactly like diets. If you look at the correlations between dieting and money management, they're identical. But one is in your stomach and one is in your wallet. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yeah. But, the, but all of the characteristics are the same. So we just made it through our break the budget key. So now we have a healthy savings and spending plan. And guess what? Yeah. It's little Bobby's bar mitzvah. Oh, no seasonal exceptions. Yeah. So what do we do? You know, he's only going to turn 13 once, right? <laughs> so what do we do? Well, if you haven't been saving the last 12 and a half years to get ready for it, <clears throat> thanks for playing. You probably shouldn't destroy your healthy savings and spending plan that you just created over a bar or bat mitzvah or quinceanera or any type of special occasion unless you have disposable income to cover that. But this is what happens to us is we get these seasonal exceptions and it's not my favorite J word. My favorite J word is Justin, my nephew. But my unfavorite J word, the one I loathe the most And it's the one that always seems to manage to crop its ugly head up when we talk about brain-based financial literacy and behavior. And what is that J word? Justification. So, but, you know, you get that but. You know, I know I should be saving money, but you only graduate high school once, but you only have a baptism once, but you'll only have one first birthday. Or you only have one cell phone interruption when you don't put your do not disturb on. (laughs) Whoops. Radio amateur. So we think in terms of seasonal exceptions, and it's a very powerful justifier. How do we overcome that justification? Well, it's simple. I didn't say easy, but I said it's simple. Because we have to condition ourselves, because logically we know where we should be, but then we have this biology that predestines us to failure that we have to overcome. And what happens when we go to, um, to address one of these seasonal events? We get emotional, right? And so we get emotionally engaged. So now we can't think rationally. We know we can't afford a lavish, you know, party, a coming of age party, a debutante ball. We know we can't afford that. But our emotions kick in and then we are able to, J, justify the world under the auspices of this. But what is that stemming from? This goes back to our hope for the best plan for the worst key. This goes back to addressing the fear of the unknown and as, as our base fear. And it also goes to, by the way, that's a trivia question answer for last week. If, if, you, if you didn't know what it was, what do all fears stem from? The fear of the unknown. But what about this? What about this? And I don't know. And it's mostly every, every fear can go back to the fear of the unknown. But yeah. one of the things that drives us is not being good enough or not appearing gracious enough. And what we don't realize is while we can justify our behavior in honorary or honorarium of the recipient, giving is about the giver, not the receiver. Okay. And so that's where we can use the rules of etiquette to help us be better and more gracious givers. First, we have to be a gracious recipient. 
And when we say, oh, you know, I just like to give, I don't like getting things, but that's the universe trying to return that karmic flow of energy. And if you don't allow yourself to receive, you can't be a gracious giver. Beware of the naked man who offers you his shirt. So uh, you like that, huh? Yeah, I mean, that was my mother. She would always try to, like, you know, wedge her way in. So she she would try to create some obligation on my part to go back. But that's not why you give. If you're giving to get, you're giving for the wrong reasons. If you're giving to impress, you're giving for the wrong reasons. The reason to give is to honor or to be remembered. Ideally, we want recognition, okay? And the way we use the rules of etiquette is to help us get validated. We're seeking external approval when we give something, you know. So if if I give you a gift and like say I I buy you a book about plugins and how to use them and and you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a great resource. I had no idea that there was a plugin Bible out there. Heather, this is so super cool and you get all excited, see? And you're like, thank you very much. And so now I I made you feel good, so that makes me feel good. Right. Okay, um, I gave you something of value. You thanked me. I got your gratitude back as a gracious recipient. And then here's where my bonus comes from as a giver is every time you use that book, you're going to think of me. You're going to be like, man, this is so amazing. I can't, you know, I'm six months later. I'm still using this book that Heather gave me. This is so way cool. And every time you use it, yeah. you're probably going to think of me. Now I'm going to have to go out and buy you a plug-in book because <laughs> I made such a big deal about it. I got, I got them all. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> but so, so, so that is how I get the bang for the buck on the gift. It's not the size of the gift because I could buy you a Rolls Royce, but then you'd probably be afraid and never drive it. You don't want a rock to ding it. You know what I mean? Um, or you might feel like, oh, I can't accept that. It's too much. And, and it's not about you. The receiver, it's about me, the giver. And so the way to give appropriately is to start by giving with our card of philosophy. So address the scenario and start with a card. And if it requires more, then you can give accordingly. But when people invite you to events to participate, it's your presence in the physical sense that they want at the event, not your presence that you bring and give to someone else. And if that's why they're inviting you, if they're inviting you to get, then you may need to reevaluate that relationship as well. So that's how etiquette can help us keep our finances in line. For this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit the website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagenhall from the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 